This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. Ready to talk some comics? I'm ready. Where do you want to did, start? Did you see a little bit of news that came out today about DC Comics? Nope. Um, so there was an imprint that DC had that had a bunch of books I think that you liked, and then it sort of went away. Um, you you read a bunch of the Young Animal stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, young Animals coming back. Oh. Yeah. Is it Teenage Animal now? No, I it's just Young Animal. Oh. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Um they announced three books that um Doom Patrol is coming back. Okay. Um and it's weird that apparently Robot Man is now a human. <laughs> okay. So I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that one's going to go. I don't know if they're going to call him Man Man. <laughs> um, yeah. He's going to have like a suit of armor. Yeah, it could be. I have no idea. Hmm. But um, Gerard Way, I think, is writing it. Mm. And I forget I forget who was doing the art on it. Then there's another one uh, called Collapser, which apparently it's some DJ that gets a black hole in a box and that I don't know exactly what happens, but it gives him like all these cosmic powers or something. Okay. That one sounds a little less interesting than Doom Patrol well, coming back. Apparently because of the powers he gets, his mental state starts to fragile, uh, starts to like frazzle. So oh, yeah. he's dealing with, you know, all this crazy stuff and I guess his own mental health. I mean, it looks, seems interesting, I guess. I'll check it out. Yeah, because I mean, and, uh, so if I got a box that had a black hole in it, would <laughs> my ex-wife like, be in there? It could be. I mean, I just think it's funny that that's the news that comes out today when the peak pictures of the black hole yeah, are out. Kind of spot but, on, huh? Yeah. Um, that one's going to be written by Mikey Way. Any kin to Gerard? Yeah, it's his brother. He oh. was the, the bassist in the band. Oh, okay. Um, and the other one, what was the other one called? I think it was called Far Far Sector or something. I, I don't remember who's writing it or not, but it seems like it's a new Green Lantern protecting City Enduring. Or something. So an actual Green Lantern or a Green Lantern esque like character. Uh, it sure as heck the the cover image has it looked like a girl with big um, ideas. Yes, no big uh, goggle eye things like lantern eye shields okay. or something, and she's got a lantern ring on her hand. And it's called Protector. No, Far Sector. Oh, Far Sector. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean she oh, looks yes. Yes. she looks human, 
but I mean, she's somewhere way out in space. So I, I mean, I guess they're just making more earth lanterns <laughs> unless yeah. she's from somewhere else and just, you know, humanoid ish. Uh-huh. The, uh, it is by NK Jisman, Jimison. I don't know. And Jamal Campbell on the art. Jamal Campbell sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. The, like, the name sounds familiar. And, and you're right. The Green Lantern is tasked protecting the city, enduring a sprawling metropolis where billions of people uh, all live in a relative peace because of the city's residents have made not to feel emotions. Hmm. So she's like the final frontier sheriff. Oh, okay. Yeah, something about, I think there's like a revolution that happens or something. Yeah. So, I, you know, it looks I'll, cool. I'll give him a shot. Yeah. At least it's not Jessica Cruz, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, in the last couple of years, it's now four new Earth Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Right? A- again, assuming that she's an Earth Lantern. Right. That why don't they? I mean, I get we're people of Earth, but couldn't they make us some new like crazy ass alien lanterns? You would think. Oh I mean, well, that, that's like a missed opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at the Collapser cover right now. Okay. And it looks pretty cool. <clears throat> the cover. I'm not sure yeah. about. I'm trying to remember what the cover was. It was, oh, it was him opening up his jacket with, like, the black hole in his chest? Yeah. 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 Yeah, When I first saw it, I thought it kind of reminded me of, um, like, a Phil Hester cover. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I was like, oh, is this, like, a new Aftershock book or something like that? But, no, it's young app. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I think the color was, like, very blue. Yeah, it's very dark black, white, and... Blue-esque. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't... So the Doom Patrol cover... It's called Doom Patrol Weight of the Worlds. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah there's just Robot <laughs> Man's head that she's yes. holding. That, and um, Negative Man has some weird glasses. Yeah, do his glasses look like the Green Lantern's yes. lantern mask thing, right? Yeah, except hmm. for his are black it's like some and glasses. hers are green. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I'll but, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kept... What's the one that you were telling me about? Mother Panic? Yes. That's. Yep. I keep meaning to read that, and I keep just, like, reading everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or or not reading anything at all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or reading the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I understand. Um, but I'll get there at some point. So how how do you know that <laughs> Robot Man is a man? And the man? the article that I read about it um, was saying that there is some change. Oh, here's the article. There are some changes in the air for the team. For example, Robot Man is a human now, and he has to emotionally cope with that whole situation. As he processes his new life, he and the Doom Patrol will encounter people from other planets, such as Fitness Nuts from the planet Orbius and the Marathon Eternal. Okay. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you? And that comes out in July. Okay, yeah, I think... The day before the 4th. Okay, and then there's also... I think the other two come out later in the year, like October, September, October, something Col- like that. Collapser comes out July 17th. Oh, it's right after it? Yeah, and... Huh. There is no launch date for Far Sector. It just says sometime this year. So if it was wrote by Jeff Johns, it would be sometime in a a year. That is not true. The first issue would be out when it's supposed to be out. (laughs) Everything after that, it's (laughs) free for all. Yeah. (laughs) That's possible. Um. Speaking of the new Doom Patrol comic, did uh-huh. did you watch the the newest episode of Doom Patrol? Uh, I think I'm one behind. Oh, so you didn't see Danny the Street? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh no! Thanks for the spoiler. No, it, it's the whole the episode is literally called Danny Patrol. I know. <laughs> I saw it. Did you? The no, episode. I saw, or the, name? I saw oh. the name of the episode. Ah. God, I wanted to talk to you about that because it was awesome. Well, you could talk about it. All right, well, you know what? I won't talk about the show, but I had a question for you based off of that episode. Okay. That now that Danny the Street has been on TV, mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I mean, if you think about characters that you never in a billion years would expect to be on a TV show, like a not an animated show, like a live action show or a movie. Right. D- Danny the Street's got to be up there, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask you if there were any other like really weird characters that you would think, you know, that you would like to see now that they've kind of embraced the weird. Well, like from Doom Patrol itself or? Uh, yeah, I mean, Doom Patrol characters or whatever. Oh, man. Now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, I mean, there's there's only one more Doom Patrol character I think I really want to see. Okay. And it's uh, Ambush Bug. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But, I mean, besides, like, anything besides that. I mean, even if they don't do that. Like, it's all, <laughs> at this point, it's all just icing on the cake. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think. Who would I pick? Hmm. Well, because, I mean, you got obvious ones, like Tempest was there for a little bit. Right. Charlie the Doll would be pretty funny, too. Hmm. You know... What about if if they could? Because I think she was like uh, part for a little bit. Um, they could spin her off. It would be Bumblebee, where they'd introduce her and like spin her off from into Titans that way. Oh, could be, yeah. But I mean, she's not really a crazy type character. But well, she no, was, I mean, she was on the team with. Danny of the Street and Ambush Bug, so, I mean... <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, when when you do watch the episode, uh-huh. the, the way that they did him was terrific. Okay. Yeah. 
like I didn't see the uh, the episode title before I started watching. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch the previews, so I—I I mean, I had no idea. And like, as soon as the show starts, I was just like, "No friggin' way!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just insanity. So, Harry <laughs> Nunn would be a good one too, or lotion. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm ready for insaneness. So, yeah, that's—it's one thing that I'm. I'm very pleased with Doom Patrol with like Titans was pretty straightforward, you know, dark mm-hmm. mystery kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol has just gone weird. Like yeah. every, every episode, I mean, like it kind of this subject matter lends itself to it. But I mean, each episode just out bizarres the last one and it's all done so well <laughs> and it's not done in like a super cheesy way. Where you're just like, oh, well, this is just like stupid for the sake of being stupid. It's like it all fits together so well. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Metamorpho could be that way too, really. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to include him too. Yeah, that's true. Because just think, I mean, you already pretty much have the weird of the weird right now, right? <laughs> yeah. And being fantastic with it. I mean, Metamorpho would fit right in there. So. Yeah. But it, it kind of, like, what's, uh, what was his name? <sighs> oh, we, we already have a Vic on there, though. Because I think it was, like, Kid Slick or Kid something. Mm. You remember him? Mm. I think it was, like, Vic something. Vic, Vic Damage, Vic. Because you know they had simple names back in the day. Victor Darge. Okay. Because that, that, that character's pretty fun, too. Mm. At least in the couple of story arcs that I've read that they've been in. Honestly, it doesn't. it's not... It's not ringing, ringing a bell. bell. Yeah. No pun intended. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I, he was in... No, you know what? I think he was in some of the... Like a couple issues of Teen Titans, maybe that I read. Yeah, that's possible in the newer stuff. Yeah, from like the maybe the early two thousands, mid two thousands. Right. Yeah, because I honestly, I I mean, I I've read very very little Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna go back to the older stuff. I mean, he, his newer look is more like punk rock goth costume ish. Like where he has jorts and tattoos and stuff like that. Hmm. Hmm. But the old stuff, he just had like long hair that hit his face and and stuff like that. Hmm. But anyway. Yeah. So, um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read a book that I don't know what I think about. Okay. That's not true. I know what I think about it, and it's not positive. <laughs> okay. Um, so when Action Comics 1000 came out, I think overall the stories were interesting. Okay. Like it kind of 
right? Like it kind of set some stuff up or it, you know, was like, I don't know. It was just like an interesting look at the character from people you never thought would write the character. Okay. Makes sense. I guess. Yeah. So detective comics, 1000 came out mm-hmm. and it, it's just like garbage on top of garbage. Really? I, uh, I mean, I, I was sort of messaging you as I was reading through the book and it's like, I don't even like, I, I don't know how many stories there were in this. I don't, I didn't count them. Just say there are 10 stories. Okay. I'd say two of them I liked and everything else was just like, blech. Hmm. Uh, just because you didn't like them at all? You didn't like the art in some? <laughs> some of them, like the one I was most looking forward to was the one Christopher Priest wrote. Okay. But Neil Adams did the art for it, so I found myself, my mind was wandering as I was reading it because it was okay. not easy to look at. Okay. Um, Snyder and Capullo did a story. The Longest Case. That's the yeah. First, that's the first story, actually. The first one, where he comes across the whatever they call themselves, the detective guild of detection or something. Yes. <sighs> you didn't okay. like that either. It was okay. I like, I, it. like it had the question and detective chimp in it. Yeah, but you could put the question and detective chimp in the comic and like actually have the question do something instead of just sitting at a table. And all detective chimp does was say, when he's like, oh, you know, we're great human detectives. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. We're all detectives. Like, come on. I I like this one just because of the, the oldness factor of it. The, this one would be in my top half of the book for sure. Okay. <laughs> but it's still, I'm just like, I don't get it. The next one um, with matches getting the the gun yeah to melt down uh-huh i forget who wrote that one uh i'm looking right now it is oh that's kevin smith and jim lee did that one yep kevin smith and jim lee did this it. one was one that i enjoyed <laughs> interesting yeah like i i liked you know the the reasoning behind what he was doing i thought it was it was kind of cool it was nice and you're just like okay um the next one was the Paul Dini story. I think uh, the legend of Newt Brody. I my brain shut off partway through reading this one. Um, Why so? I, I just did not care at all. Like it didn't give me anything that I was interested in. I I thought it was a kind of fun side story. Um. I think I don't remember if the next one uh, Warren Ellis wrote one. Uh, the next one, I'm sorry. I think that yeah, I got the book. It is the Warren Ellis one. Uh, the Batman's Design is the next one. This one I I thought was pretty decent. Um, is that the Riddler one? No, it's the one where he's going through the warehouse with all the people, and he's like setting off the different traps or whatever oh okay okay you know and basically the guy at the end is like threatening to blow himself up but then he's like um 
Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, it yeah. just gets over the, the button or whatever. Mm. That one I liked. Um, Return to Crime Alley, the Denny O'Neill one. Okay. Absolute least favorite of all of this book. Really? I, I started off kind of liking it. I thought it was interesting how or I thought it was kind of funny how the gang of kids think that the guy dressed as Batman is just some guy in a costume like yeah. they're wearing masks. Yeah, right. So they go over to, to mug them. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely hated at the end how um, she's yelling, um, uh, you know, Bruce, stop, stop, Bruce, blah, blah, blah. When all these kids are just like sitting there. Did he you just know? beat up? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, mm, come on. So now you're just throwing his name around in front of a bunch of street pugs. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that part I didn't like. <clears throat> yeah, I, like I, I, I did like the message of the story, though. But I, I was enjoying it up until that last page or so. Okay. Um, the next one after that is the one with... Uh, Christopher Priest, right? assassins, yeah, yeah. Where, oh my goodness! <laughs> Story-wise, I liked it. I liked how you know there there's like this underground railroad getting people out of the League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. I I really I liked that concept, and I liked that you know when the guy got killed that was doing it, Batman is like you know I'm going to take over and help anyone who wants to get out. But, oh my goodness, I wish that I, someone just put the script in this comic and didn't even put art because, holy cow. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, the one after that's the one with the, the old Penguin and Bruce. Yep, Brian uh, Michael, Brian Michael Bendis. Bendis. Yep. Yeah, and, um, who did the art? Uh, Alex Maleev. Yep. This was my favorite in the book. Yep. This one was fantastic. I loved the Penguin, you know, as an old guy telling Bruce before he tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. The reason I didn't kill you is I knew, you know, you're the only reason I'm alive, basically. Yep. And going through the whole thing, and of course at the end, Bruce is like, yeah, I know you knew. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and then if he zaps him yeah. with the chair, and he's like, they said you couldn't talk. <laughs> they, said, they said you were, you know, you were feeble and whatever. And then at the end, Bruce is just like, it's a good visit. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, this one, I think, is one of my favorites, plus it also has the best art in the book, too. Oh, yeah, this one looked fantastic. Yeah, like you said, everything, writing, art, everything was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I like the different stages that they were in as Penguin was narrating. Yeah. Yep. So Um, do you think Brian Michael Bendis can write a Batman story forever? Yeah, seriously. I mean, he's doing pretty good stuff with Superman, right? Yeah. Um, the next one is Jeff Johns and Kelly Jones. Ugh, this is another one that did not look good. Art wise. Yeah. Yeah, it's questionable. Yeah, but also the whole thing, like I, none of the story, like I just didn't care. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, yeah, I, like I just don't get it. Um, the one after that was the Tinian one uh-huh. with Bruce and Alfred 
basically discussing whether or not they should take uh, Dick into the house. Mm-hmm. And basically, he just says, you know, at the end, he's like, no, you know, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this one I liked. I thought that was a good one. Yep, I agree with that. Um, the next one where it was, I guess, the anniversary of his parents being killed. And it's the entire Bat family. Which is Tony Daniel writing and yeah. Joel Jones. No, Tom King writing right. and Joel Jones and Tony Daniel doing the art. Right, right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> this story, this was the one I told you I had to read four times. Really? The way that they did it, where the the whole Bat family is together off screen talking. Mm-hmm. With absolutely no differentiation between who was saying what. The first time I read it, I'm, you know, I assumed it was a conversation with two people at first. Mm-hmm. And then you see everybody and you're just like, okay, this can't be two people. And then it, it, I read this multiple times to figure out who the hell was saying what. And I don't know why I did that because after I read it the first time, I didn't care. But it, it drove me nuts. I mean, a lot of times, if you like in the Justice League book, if they're doing the narrator, you know, the narration, there will be the little Aquaman symbol or a Wonder Woman signal, you know, when it's doing, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. This is just white boxes and text. Yeah, that. I mean, I guess it didn't matter to me who said it. I guess. You know, I mean, until like they say, until next time, Richard, or until next time, Damien. Right. Obviously, you, tell, you know who that is. You tell, right. You can tell when Damien and and Dick were talking to each other. You can tell, um, you know, like Batwoman. Mm-hmm. But it's like some of the other stuff. You're just like, all right, I, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't care. It's just page after page of narrated bubbles <laughs> with. Nothing to go by. No contacts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess see when that. it was when it was Ace, because I don't think any of the other ones were barking. Well, I mean, they could probably. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 <laughs> but yeah, and all that to get a family portrait. Mm-hmm. Which also didn't make any sense because if that happened. Between Red Hood killing Penguin and Red Hood getting thrown out of the family because he's still there saying, I'm getting thrown out of the family for what I did. (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't get it. I mean, it's comics, man. Yeah, I guess. It's all linear, I guess. Sure. I like the story for what it was and... I like the art because it's one of the best, better art stories in the book. Right. But I, I was like you. I had a hard time deciphering who said what. Yeah. But then to like, there was a point where I was just like, ah, I don't care who said it. Somebody said it, and I just kept going on. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, same, same. I guess. Um. Then um, I guess there was the last one that Tomasi wrote with Doug Mankey. Okay. Now, are, that's 
the new creative team on Detective now? I think so, yeah. Okay, because this one, it was sort of... Honestly, this was another one that I sort of just kind of... My eyes glazed over and I was just like, all right, (laughs) here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, one of the many stories in this book where it was random narration over scenes of Batman fighting a lot of his villains. Mm-hmm. But I guess it sets up what happens next time because at the end it says continued in Detective Comics 1001. Yeah, which so. came out this week. So, Oh, yeah, it came out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll... I'll have to read that one. At least it's, you know, a quarter the size of Detective 1000. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Doug was at Planet Comic Con when I was there. Did you get to talk to him? Uh, briefly, but not. He had, like, a huge line because he was doing, um, he had the exclusive cover for this. Oh. For Planet oh, yeah. Con there. And, which was ridiculous but it was a cool cover because it actually has arkham knight on it on the cover okay. um but it i wasn't paying what they were asking for it what what was it 30 bucks mm-hmm. hmm. or you can get the four set for like 90 i think or 70 something oh jeez. yeah yeah that's I, it's weird that con exclusive covers, you know, at least for some of the smaller publishers mm-hmm. that I used to pay attention to, would be like ten bucks. And you're like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll pay ten dollars for this. It's kind of cool. There's a limited run, whatever. And then, like, after a year or so, all of a sudden they were twenty dollars. Then it was twenty five. <laughs> now it's creeping up to thirty. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm no longer interested. So here is one question I have for you, though, before okay. we move on, though. So this op- brings back Arkham Knight as a character. Okay? Mm-hmm. And before, it was Jean-Paul Valley. Okay. But he's in space right now. So that can't be him, right? Well... I mean, it could be. But do you think it, it would be, though? Do you think it is? Uh, I do don't know. I mean, it's going to be a mystery surprise. Well, wasn't wasn't Jason Todd the Arkham Knight at one point? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think that they're going to throw him there to put him back in the Bat family all of a sudden. Well, he, well, yeah. But I, I, to be honest, I really haven't given it much thought okay um yeah yeah uh, I, I was just curious like because both of those characters are being used in other storylines yeah um jason todd i believe was the first villain in, that was the arkham knight in the game universe Right, but didn't they... I thought they spun it into comics at some point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I guess it's only ever been Jason Todd. I See, I thought it was... I thought it was Azrael, but... 
maybe he just looks like Azrael, I guess. Yeah. Because well, he, he first appeared in Batman and Arkham Knight number one in 2015. Oh, okay. Jeez, 2015. I would... <laughs> I would I would have guessed like 2004. <laughs> yeah. See. Me too. Oh my goodness. What was the book we were talking about? When I was like, yeah, it was like 2000. It was like 2017. <laughs> I was just like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't. I really don't see him being Jason Todd though. Yeah. So. But I mean, he could be. I guess. The the suits changed a little bit too. He yeah, still, looks, he still has the bat helmet, but but it looks more blue beetleish now. Yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah, it does. Well, it looks more uh, bat wing as colors wise, I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah. And okay, for one, I really want to like this character because it's like the darker version of Batman, right? With no boundaries type thing. Right, but aren't we getting that in the Batman who laughs? Well, yeah, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) But with this character, why do you have to have a big Claymore? Listen, why doesn't everyone need to have a big Claymore? I don't know. I mean, yeah, honestly, who knows? I mean, <laughs> the thing's got to weigh a ton, so I mean, you can do more badassery stuff if you didn't have a huge claymore. It doesn't look as cool, though. Well, are we going for visual, visually to look cool, or are we going to kill people and I mean, look, bring it's a justice? Comic book. It's a comic book. It's got to look cool, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, look at all those 90s like guns in comics. That were just like these completely insane guns that there's no way any human would be able to wield one of those (laughs) things if you fired it. Yet they're like, you know, they got one in each hand and they're just like, what are you doing? These things are are bigger than your car. (laughs) So I really hope that Rob Liefeld draws a variant cover for... For Arkham Knight? For... Detective, <laughs> or Detective 1001, 1002, somewhere. <laughs> well, he just went back to doing some of the X-Books, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <sighs> insane. Yeah. It's all insane. Um, insane you got anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, you wanted to talk about heroes, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I've already been pretty negative about Detective, so I don't want to keep piling on. <laughs> well, are you negative about it, or you just had questions about it? Because I well, thought you had questions no, about it. No, I have questions about why I keep reading it, but now I'm, I've am i read seven of nine. You're pot committed. Yeah, I, I have to read the last two. You know, if I noped out at, like, issue two, yeah, like Doomsday Clock, I read three and a half issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't even care when let that one come out and then I'll just sit down and read it at some point. Like this one, I've already read seven of them. There's only two more. I may as well, <laughs> may as well just finish it off. Uh, I, I like this one. I, I after mean, it, it, the last couple issues started making it more interesting to me. Okay. This one I found that I cared the least. 
Why would you say that is, though? I don't even know. Like, I mean, it finally has Batman and Flash doing stuff, mm-hmm. like detectiving, but it was very little of the comic. Um, the the part that I did like is how it's faster for the Flash to run to different country like continents mm-hmm. and run back than it is for him to walkie talkie back to Batman. Yeah. Um, but besides that, like the whole Booster Harley fight with Batgirl and Blue Beetle. I, and the Ivy. Like, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just at this point, I just don't even care about the mystery. Like that's that's where I'm at. Okay, fair enough. I was just curious because I, I, I like to, uh, because it kind of like slowed Wally down. Like at first, <laughs> he was there because of everything. And you know he's going super fast and in the confessionals, right? And then when he actually stops to take a breath, and then that's like at the end, then that's when he like breaks down. Mm. Yeah, and then I guess there's the other of him. Yeah. So. So it brings the big question that people were throwing a fit about when it came out was yep. that he was the killer or whatever. Yeah, or or that he died and everyone was pissed. And I said, if there's some kind of cop out where it's not actually him, then mm-hmm. Bing. <laughs> so there it is. All right, fair G- enough. Give us all these comics where people are mourning, and then you find out it, you know, it's probably not him that's dead; it's the other him, which is the guy that killed everyone anyway. And just like, who cares? Is that what you got out of it? That's what I got out of it. Okay. Exactly, a hundred percent. What I got out of it is that I don't care. Because, <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm yeah. still, I'm still liking it. I just think, like this issue didn't register very good with me though mm. I mean it was good but it was like <sighs> to the point where I'm like okay I'm ready for the last two issues to where we start seeing yeah, results like do you things. think wasn't this series supposed to be seven at first and then they expanded it to nine mm, I don't remember I, I, for some reason I thought I, I don't remember if it was this or it was something else that I thought that there was one of the the books that they added an issue or two to. Yeah, it could have been this one. And and I'm, I was going to ask, you know, based off of what you said, where you're just kind of waiting for the last two, mm-hmm. do you think that this series would have been better served if it was fewer issues? Well, that's a, a trick question, too, though, because I think there's lots of stuff that happened in said filler that I feel is filler issues that are important to the overall story. So okay. if we sped that up, it might have not have impacted at the end the way it might now. Okay. You know, I mean, for me, I think a lot of, a lot of stuff that may or may not have been necessarily a hundred percent relevant to the main story could have been done in just the conventional stuff. Right. Yeah. That we didn't need to see a lot of the other things. I would have loved to see like a tie in with 
just a confessional of different people there. Well, if this was like lost on TV, you would have had none of the confessionals. It would have been like <laughs> seven or eight issues. And then the eighth issue would have just been confessionals. And then the ninth issue would have been a letdown. Yeah, and it was so, all a dream. Yep. And they were all dead anyway. Yes, sir. They're, I mean, in this one, they're they're all dead anyway, right? Yep. So. I see. I see what you're <laughs> referencing there. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, how great would it have been just to have, like, a, a side book that was just confessionals? Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, those have been my favorite part of the series. So. Yeah. I I would have... I would have liked that. Maybe, maybe when they release this as a hardcover, they'll do like added pages of confessionals for you, Ronnie. That'd be cool. Just, just for me. Just for you. Yeah. Just your edition. Yep. It'll be the Ronnie edition limited one. Yeah. Or they'll just send you. You'll have to be the first one to order it or else someone else will get it and you'll never know what's in there. Yep. Or, Or they'll just send me two hardcovers or, a front and back hardcover with blank pages in the middle so I can draw my own confession. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, oh, the other book I wanted to ask you about. Um, speaking of being negative, uh, are you caught up on damage? I am not. Okay. Should I be? Uh, well, I mean, I think there's only one more issue I think uh-huh. I think it's ending at 16, which I get comes out at some point soon. Okay. Um, yeah. What when the last one comes out, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll talk about the last two issues then. Yeah, I I just caught up on that one. I was I was too behind where it is, and I I'm pretty sure there's only one more that's coming out. So. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, you got nothing else? I got nothing. Excellent. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Absolute DC Podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me on Twitter, you can at Aaron S. Bell. And you just sound like Smithers there. I'm at Rumbar316, by the way, but you were like, excellent. That wouldn't be Smithers. That would be Mr. Burns. Oh, okay. Whatever. Oh, my goodness, Ronnie. And I just sounded like a dumbass. So there you go. <laughs> hey, listen, I sounded like a dumbass this entire episode, <laughs> so we're all good. Um, you can tweet the show directly at DC underscore absolute or email at absolute DC podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I can't yell today. <laughs> That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Ooh. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com. Absolute worst piece of garbage ever.